Welcome to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The, the podcast, podcast, starring Joey Love and Michaela Burridge. Welcome back to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The Podcast. This is obviously Joey. Um, Michaela is not going to be on this episode uh, because... We have not been able to find time to record together because, as she previously said in the last episode, uh, Jade and I are in the process of moving as well as we have gotten a little sick, a little under the weather. So uh, this episode is coming to you, everyone, a little bit late, um, as well as the length of the episode isn't going to be our normal length. It's only going to be a short little episode just for you guys to have something to listen to um, and be excited for uh, Michaela and I to go back to recording how we normally do. Um, And we have some really cool things coming up, um, including some reviews of uh, Muppets content that we've either haven't seen or that it's been a while since we've watched it, as well as some really fun, just like silly concepts um, which one, which I won't spoil, is Michaela's dream episode. She was very excited to plan this episode that's coming up in the future. Um, but more for on that um, on another episode when Michaela and I are back together. But in the meantime, I have this episode all to myself with a very special guest. You want to say hi to everybody, Jade? Hello. <laughs> I just, wasn't sure how you were going to introduce me. I wasn't sure how I was going to introduce <laughs> you either. I just, I just sort of. This is this is the sort of the concept of this podcast is that um, Michaela and I just open our mouths and words come out, and then ideas come from those words, and then at some point, sentences are made. I feel like that's just how you live your life. Honestly, yeah. I, no, no thoughts, just words. No, no, no <laughs> thoughts, no, no, yeah, no thoughts, just words is very much my my life mantra. I am all thoughts, no words. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> this is the like the third time that we've tried to record this, and um, the first time that we recorded it, I said, "And here's Jade," and she goes, "Hi," <laughs> and and I said, "How you doing? Good." <laughs> Which is, you know, I, we love to, you know, give you guys uh, visuals for the audio medium that is a podcast, <laughs> but you at least need audio for the audio medium yeah, that is a podcast. That's true. As someone who also wants to have a podcast with me. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> um, now, Jade, yes. you are not as big of a Muppets fan as me and Michaela are no yeah so I didn't grow up with the Muppets right and I barely grew up with Sesame Street okay um I actually had a conversation with my mom about that recently um because we you and I watched the Sesame Street documentary yes um, street gang like recently and I I found it very interesting and I was telling my mom about it um and telling my dad about it because Mm -hmm. my dad loves documentaries and I thought he would find it interesting and um my mom was just saying how like she just didn't really relate to or care that much about Sesame Street Hmm. and 
so she just like she she liked some of the concepts and everything but she just found like other media and other shows more interesting and more entertaining especially for like me and my sister um because I did not grow up in a city and neither did my mom and like so like having that like city street you know vibe was just not something that we like related to and so like that was just something that my mom like didn't think that we would be entertained by I guess I don't know and I know this is a Muppets podcast and not a Sesame Street mu- podcast well, but like Sesame Street Muppets they're, they're Muppets yeah I, well the Muppets so <laughs> the Muppets title is shared by both the Disney Company and Sesame Workshop so all the Muppets that are like the Muppet Show Muppets of like Kermit, Fozzie, Miss Piggy those are Muppets but they are owned by Disney they are also Muppets on Sesame Street, like Elmo, Big Bird, Cookie Monster. Those are all Muppets, but they are owned by Sesame Workshop. Everything else that's Jim Henson Company, like Fraggle Rock, like the Dark Crystal, like Labyrinth, like all those I loved things. the Labyrinth. Yeah. Which, I watched that a lot. Yeah, that's one that I haven't seen I definitely recently. want to rewatch it because yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time. Um, but yeah, but all those, all those, they're, they're, they are Muppets, but, um, and so we have been trying with this podcast to incorporate not just the Disney Muppets, but also Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, Henson related projects. Um, and Michaela and, uh, her mom were talking about vintage Sesame Street last episode, which was, uh, shout out to, uh, Heather because, I, in the process of editing that episode, I cackled I know. so hard. I know. I was sitting right next to you. It was. It was scary. It was. Because it would come out of the blue because you were wearing headphones while you were doing it. Well, yeah. I have to make sure that it sounds good. <laughs> and, and I was just sitting there, I like, watching my videos and, you know, doing my own thing. And then all of a sudden you would just start cackling yeah. Like very loudly and very aggressively, and it was very startling. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure it was a great episode. Did I listen to it? No. <laughs> I don't think that's something that you should say on my podcast. I think you should. Um, you should have just lied and said I've listened to. Every I episode. definitely have listened to every single episode. That's. Love um, you, Michaela. Wow, I really, <laughs> I really love the support from you. That that's great. Um, with. So with the Muppets, right, because you, obviously the Muppets are not your bread and butter. And, um... Yeah, that was another thing that my my mom and I talked about because she also, like, doesn't necessarily have, like, an aversion to the Muppets, but she just, like, was never really interested in watching them. And she was saying, like, because she didn't really, like, relate to Sesame Street, she, like, didn't ever really want to watch the Muppets either and, like, didn't understand, I guess, the humor behind it, um, which is not entirely surprising. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I just thought that was interesting that I was like, okay, that that makes sense, like, why I never really grew up with that. But yet I grew up with other, like, puppetry medium throughout my, my childhood and, and my life, like, you know, growing up with, like, Barney and, like, uh, Mr. Rogers and, like, yeah. all of that. 
Um, Not to mention that you also, with a theater background, that you have, like, worked with people or know of people in either local theater communities or, or... just like in general, like having puppetry as a as a medium within oh, and theater. Yeah, and my sister loved puppetry growing up. Yeah. She and I would put on puppet shows all the time in our living room. Uh, we constantly had little like puppet shows, and we can like go back through our our like home videos and stuff, and like we find little puppet shows with with Barbie dolls and stuffed animals, and then actual puppet mm-hmm. like theaters that my mom would buy for us so it it is very interesting that we weren't that into like Jim Henson and and the Muppets and like that kind of stuff um other than like the labyrinth and then we did really like like the dinosaur show oh yeah as well we watched that a lot the so it wasn't necessarily that that Henson or Jim Henson wasn't in your like life it was just that the Muppets specifically weren't. yeah it was it wasn't very prominent like we okay. knew we knew who Kermit was we knew right. we knew Miss Piggy like obviously you can't go throughout life without knowing the characters right, it was right. just like I've never really watched any of the shows or the movies that I can recall yeah, well, well, <laughs> which is which is like thinking back on it now now like knowing so much more about it it's odd that I haven't. Yeah, but we, I remember when we were not first started dating, but like we were probably like about a seven, eight months in, I would imagine, or somewhere around there, that we watched the 2011 Muppets movie. Um, well, the and first, that was the first, was that the first Muppet movie that you watched? No, the first Muppet movie that I watched was... <coughs> The first Muppet movie that I watched was Christmas Carol because we watched that during Christmas time. Oh, that was the first one you've ever seen? That was the first one I've ever seen. So, actually, to thinking back on Christmas, and, and you will remember this as soon as I say this, the, the only Muppets thing that was really prominent during my, my childhood was the staple Christmas album that oh, we would yeah. listen to was the Muppet... Christmas, the John Denver, yeah, the, with yeah. with John Denver, not the Christmas Carol, but the just all the Muppet Christmas songs, like all the Christmas covers with with John Denver. Mm-hmm. My dad would play that on repeat through throughout Christmas, and it, it. My dad's not even a Muppet fan. It was just for whatever reason he loved that album. That's so fascinating because, like, so you weren't really. You didn't really get raised on Sesame Street, but you like have have a fascination with Elmo and like a connection to like that like era of Sesame Street, like that short span of like late nineties, early two thousand Sesame Street before you like got out of the age of Sesame Street. You don't you didn't have a connection to the Muppets or the Muppet Show or any Muppets movies, or anything like that. Yet you had that Christmas album. Well yeah, and then on top of that, I was born on Sesame Street. Right. That's, yeah. So, <laughs> so do you want to like, tell that yeah, story? Yeah. So, so my my parents' first house that they bought, uh, which the street does not exist anymore. It, this, this, well, the street exists, but it's been renamed, so there's no way to like find it anymore. Um, but the the street that the house that my parents bought when they first got married was called Sesame Street. 
Um, and they've since renamed it because it was just confusing to a lot of people. You would tell, tell people, oh, yeah, we live on Sesame Street. And everyone would say, no, you're joking. Where do you actually live? And no, no, actually, Sesame Street. Um, but they, they bought the house. And my mom thought it would be very cute because, oh, you know, we're going to have kids. And, you know, then on their birth certificate, you know, you put the address of where you live. And their birth certificate will have Sesame Street on there. Um, now my parents still owned that house when they had my sister, but unfortunately they were not living at that house when my sister was born. So out of me and my sister, which were the only two, um, I am the only one that has Sesame street on my birth certificate because I was the only one that was actually born at that house. Um, but yeah, so I, I, that makes me an honorary Muppet. I guess because well, I mean, you you live your life like a muppet. I mean, you, <laughs> you we t- we talk about how Jade has like Kermit arms yes. that she like waves around when he gets excited. <laughs> I it's just it's it's very fascinating to me that the Muppets were not a bigger part in your life specifically because who you are as a person and your personality when you're being your, like, silliest and goofiest, is very reminiscent of the Muppets. And we've had this sort of conversation before about how we've had very different upbringings. Yes. Like, where you grew up in the South, you grew up in a homeschooling environment, and versus I grew up in a city, I grew up in a mixture of private and public school, and... um but and we both had like different art upbringings but like we were invested in theater and similar things like that yet we came out of it oh and on top of that our interests in terms of like what we like and what we you know our our connect the only thing that we really have in common is our connection to disney um in that regard yeah even even like our our hobbies while somewhat similar it's like they're still very different in the same like they're this similar but different like we both like theater but in different right. aspects and so with all that in mind we are very similar as people so it's funny to me that like the one of the main reasons that like my comedic aesthetic besides people like Robin Williams and Chris Farley and and Sasha Baron Cohen, who I've looked up to verse for like satire or political comedy or uh, physical comedy or whatever whatever the case may be. One of my comedic idols is is the Muppets as a whole. Yeah, and but see, that's <laughs> that's where you learned how to be funny, and I was just naturally funny. You know, you're saying a lot of sass on this audio medium that, and people don't know you, that they're going to be listening to this and be like, wow, she's mean. <laughs> wow, she hasn't listened to their podcast and she's mean to Joey. Boo. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, so with that all in mind, right, we, we've, we've established that you didn't have this connection to the Muppets. Where where are you now with the Muppets? Now having been introduced to the Muppets at some point, and and me having this podcast with Michaela, and um, how does how does the Muppets take part in your life now? Or what do you what have you learned that has been fascinating to you of 
information that I that you've either watched because I've been watching a lot of things or that you've heard from me or Michaela and you know what what's something that you're now like oh I didn't know that before but I, I'm glad that I know it now <laughs> I mean I definitely like have a different perspective on the Muppets than I did previously um I couldn't tell you like what that perspective is <laughs> just like I guess like more familiarity mm. um and like when I think of the Muppets I think of you and so like it makes me happy um versus like before I didn't really have like an opinion I guess or like a, yeah. a thought like it was just kind of like oh there's the Muppets like sure um other than like um when I was, like, in Liberty Square all the time at Magic Kingdom and, like, great moments of history was going off and, you know, whatever. Like, I used to hear that all the time. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I'd be like, oh, you know, there's Kermit again, you know. (laughs) Which I only ever got to see Um, once, and I'm so sad that I never got to, like, see it more than that. But you lived lived my dream to see (laughs) that all the time. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, though. I, I couldn't tell you the whole story of great moments of history even though I heard it all the time because a guest would inevitably interrupt me every single time when I was trying to pay attention. Um, now this is completely out of context. I'm not giving any context for all of the people actually listening. I, I did a college program at, at Disney world and I worked outdoor vending at magic kingdom, um, where I was selling popcorn and, um, the ice cream Mickey bars and all of that. And I would work at the uh, popcorn stand in the middle of Liberty square. And this was before the pandemic. So this was when they had all of the things at magic kingdom. And one of the things, if you've never been to magic kingdom was they would have this little uh, Muppet show in the middle of Liberty square uh, above the guest relations building. And they would have the actual like Muppets up there um, and they would come out and they would, it was kind of like a whole uh, show about American history. Again, I didn't actually see the whole show. I would just hear they, they had a little song that they would, they would do and Sam Eagle would come out and Miss Piggy would come out and it was a whole thing. And it happened like, I want to say at least once an hour I just feel it like happened if, a lot. I feel like if I were there and I were in your shoes during that, I and the guest was like, uh, can I get one pop? And I would just be like, shh, shh Kermit's talking. Like, <laughs> I would have um, lost my job. <laughs> yeah, but, it was, I mean, it was really cool because um, they would, like, they would be up in the windows of this building mm. and they would, like, just pop out and they would be talking and stuff. And it, it was really fun. And, and because it was a show, a lot of times you know, it'd be downtime for the cart because people were watching this little show. Um, but inevitably there'd always be some dad or some, you know, someone that would come up and want to buy a popcorn in the middle of it. And then if one person was doing it, then they realized I was open. And so then more people. And then by the end, you know, it's like, oh, now, you know, the show's over and I didn't get yeah. to see the end of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing my job, <laughs> you know? So, um, so I, I would always get to hear the, the little song, but I didn't always see the full show okay um so i i can't tell you exactly everything that happened i just remember like 
Kermit was definitely in it. Miss Piggy was definitely in it. And Sam Eagle was definitely in it. I can't remember if there were any other Muppets, but I think there were. I think maybe Gonzo. I can't remember if Rizzo was in it or not. I'm sure there's, well. I'm I, sure there's I, a video there's somewhere. There's probably videos. I would go out <laughs> But it's been a very long time because, I mean, I, the last time I saw it was the beginning of 2020. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say that knowing what I know of Muppets history and based on what I remember of the one time that I saw it, I don't think Rizzo would be a part of it just because they, they kind of stopped using Rizzo whenever Steve Whitmire stopped playing Kermit. Um, when did he stop playing Kermit? I believe it was 2017 or 2018. Well, Great Moments of History there. has been a thing in the parks for a long time. Okay. Because I remember it from when I was a kid. Um, when you were a kid? Yeah, it, it, it wasn't like, it was only, it only ran for like two years, three years, something like that. Mm. You know, Google's free. We have we we have the internet in front of us. <laughs> can, Making me do work. Um, this is also work. This is called my job. It's my podcast. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, while Jade is looking up if the Muppets, if Great Moments in History was uh, <laughs> part of her childhood, or if it was a figment of her imagination, um, the show premiered. It, on October 2nd, 2016. <clears throat> Thank you for coughing in the middle of that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I prefaced the podcast by saying we're sick. <laughs> That's true. Oh, <laughs> as you cough and laugh at the same time. So rude of you. <laughs> the show premiered on October 2nd, 2016. Okay. And went on a brief hiatus on October 5th, 2019 before temporarily returning three months later for a brief holiday run from December 23rd to the 31st in 2019 before closing for good on February 17th, 2020, due to COVID. You said 2016, so so it essentially had like a four-year run. This was the last Muppets production to feature Steve Whitmire. Oh, okay. That would, okay, that would, well... So it looks like... So that would make according sense. According to this, Fozzie was also in it. Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> so clearly, whenever Fozzie appeared, that's when the dad wanted popcorn. Was it just one... Now, this is this is the part that I don't remember. Was it just one, like, story that they told every single time? Or was it, like... Because this is, this is something that we would just have to watch videos of and, like, figure that out. But it would make sense that if this was the last thing that Steve Whitmire did and it started in 2016, that, like, somewhere between 2016 and 2018, somewhere around there, was when Disney and Whitmire parted ways with each other, um, that they would... So there were two different shows. Two, oh, okay. One I, do, I do kind of remember that, because I remember trying to pay attention and being like, I don't remember this from you know, an hour ago when they did it last time. So there was the Declaration of Independence and the Midnight Run, uh, or Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. Um, That's so interesting. I think when I, I think when I saw it, I'm pretty sure it was the Paul Revere story, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But. I wish I, like, 
was able to, had I had been able to like watch the whole thing. I mean, I say that I could have gone to the park and like watched it, but of course I didn't do that. Um, and it's interesting because so I did my college program from June 2019 to March 2020. Um, and it's interesting that like the brief hiatus happened during that time. And I don't remember that. <laughs> hmm. um, now that I'm like reading it, I like maybe kind of remember it, but also maybe don't. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't remember when, which trip this was when I went with my family and I saw it, but I do remember I was outside with my, at least my mom, and um, we had run into a friend of mine who was living down there at the time, and we were like, oh my gosh, hi, and like, uh, hugged her and everything, and her grandmom was with her, and I don't know if it was during the show or after the show, she started getting, like, sick because of the heat, so I remembered, like, not really paying attention towards the either the end of the show or, like, directly after I was, like, focused on something else that, like, my brain, like, forgot what I had just watched um, because I was more concerned with, like, my friend's grandma being okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I hope that one day they bring back the, the great moments in history because it, it, everyone that I know of that loves the Muppets or loves history talks about this show and is like, gosh, why did they take it away from us? Like we need it back. But, um, so you had at least like, as you, throughout your life so we've gone from you know early childhood middle school and like high school theater era your disney college program era that like you had these little snippets of muppets in your life and then obviously now with being with me that you have a majority of muppets in your life now with all that being said who is your favorite Muppet? So, when I would get asked this as a child, I didn't have an answer. Mm -hmm. So, I would copy Ashley Tisdale's answer from Disney Channel. You talking about like the Studio DC special thing that they used to do back on like where like a Disney Channel star would be with the Muppets? <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember. I just remember, like, there was one, like, random interview, like, on Disney Channel of Ashley Tisdale, and they asked her, like, who her favorite Muppet was, and she said, Fozzie Bear. And I was like, okay, that's my favorite Muppet, Muppet sure. Um, but now that I, like, know the Muppets, I do like Fozzie Bear, um, but I like Kermit. Yeah, you're a Kermit girl. I like Kermit. Now, I can I can take a guess at to what what your least favorite Muppet is. Um, I have a least favorite Muppet. You do have a least favorite Muppet. Do you want to think about it, and then we can do one of our bits that we do on this podcast, where we count down from three uh, to try to say it at the same time. Michaela and I are very bad at it. <laughs> 
have a least favorite Muppet? You do have a least favorite Muppet. And I, because I have talked about this Muppet to you and you, you're like, I, I don't, I don't like him because he's, he makes your eyes hurt. Makes my eyes hurt? Yes. He's not a Muppet in a traditional sense. You're so confused right now. Your face is so funny. I mean, I don't, I don't like, there's well, a don't, lot don't. of Muppets I don't like because they're creepy. That's blasphemous. I, I don't even know why I had you on this podcast. No, How no. dare you say the, that? The ghost of, what is it? The ghost of Christmas uh, past? Michaela, cover your ears right now, you sweet, 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 innocent girl. You, but Michaela, what, not Michaela, you're Michaela. What, what Jade's about to say is going to be so mean because it's tarnishing our favorite movie. But continue, meanie pants, McMeanie, meanie pants. The ghost of Christmas past is terrifying. Is, is, is it not? She's a little scary, not going to lie. <laughs> but, but she's not the... Like, you have had a visceral reaction to one specific Muppet from something that you have seen that is Muppets content, which is very few, right? Because you've only, you've you've watched the 2011 Muppets, you've watched the, some of the episodes of the Muppet Show with me, you've watched the ABC Muppet Show with me, you've watched Muppet Vision 3D. You want to take one, you want to do a one, two, three and just take a guess? Because this is part of the podcast. This is a bit that we do. He's not a Muppet. Yes, he is. Say it. Just say it. One, two, you're supposed to count with me. This is clearly oh, I show. I don't want to count with you. This is not how this podcast goes. <laughs> Michaela, I miss recording with you so much. <laughs> I can't, I cannot wait till we're back in the studio. <laughs> she won't even count with me. It's torture. Are you counting from one or are you counting from three? That's the bliss. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the beauty of it. It's because you, you're all words and no thoughts. And exactly. I am all thoughts and no words. Then just start counting. One, one two, two, three. three. Waldo. Waldo. You don't like Waldo don't from like Muppet Waldo. Vision 3D. But, okay, but he's not a Muppet. Yes, he's, he is. He's, a, he's, a, he's like Figment. Just because he is not a puppet or a marionette, he still has the Muppet title. Because he's a Muppet. What? Muppet is a... Think of... Is think Jim of, Henson a Muppet? No, Jim Henson's a human. That's a silly question to ask. <laughs> is, he, is he a Muppet? He was okay, a human. No. So is Jim Henson's son a Muppet then? Because he was created by Jim Henson. That goes into a philosophical territory that we don't have time to break down. This is supposed to be a short episode, and now you're asking me the, the philosophical nature of if Jim Henson's son, a creation of Jim Henson, is a Muppet. No, I'm going to assume he's a human. But actually, scratch that. Jim Henson is a Muppet because he has the, the Muppet that um, sings my song, the, my favorite well, song the, that I like. The, the Jim Henson Muppet is a Muppet, yes. But Jim Henson himself is not a Muppet in that regard. What is his son's name? Brian. Brian so, Henson. So is Brian Henson a Muppet? No, Brian Henson is a human. But he was created by Jim Henson. Yes, but he, it's the same concept as the Fraggle Rock was also created by Jim Henson. Those are not, not Muppets. Muppets. 
what are Muppets are the Muppet Show Muppets, like the Kermits and Miss Piggies, and the Sesame Street Muppets, like Elmo and Grover and all that. They are under the Muppet umbrella, and that is like the terminology used for a Muppet. If they are a part of one of those two camps, they are, and they are a... A, a vessel of puppetry in some capacity, they are considered a Muppet. Waldo acts as one of the first, if not like the first, uh, 3D animated puppet. Because in the same way that I know you're, you're, you're looking at me with disdain, but wait until I say what I'm about to say. The Muppet Babies, both okay. the both the animated show for that came out in the eighties or and nineties, and the new one, those are both they are all still considered Muppets, even though they are animated. Okay. Including okay. some and Summer Penguin, that's, who that's is fair, a because, yeah. so I come from a background of like my family does a lot of art and like my uncle is an animator and my sister's right. an animator and um, 3D animation, mm-hmm. which is the new Muppet Babies cartoon, right? Yes, the, the one, the newer one, yeah. Like 3D animation is definitely much more puppetry based than like traditional like um, 2D animation kind of stuff. And that was the big thing with Jim Henson was <laughs> that he was always trying to push the medium of like what is puppetry and how do I make this like bigger and better with every single project. Like we go from having like, you know, in a simple hand puppet to eventually having Kermit riding a bike Mm -hmm. to eventually having 3D animated puppets. Mm -hmm. So Waldo is considered a Muppet he is not a puppet in the traditional sense, no, I, but okay, that's I agree with that. because, but because that's the, uh, this, because you, and the reason why I also make that connection and that distinction as well is because in the newer Muppet Babies, they introduced Summer Penguin, who is a Muppet who is only in that show. Mm-hmm. So okay. like, that's, that's one of those like things that I like yeah, to connect it to like 3d animation is like stop motion animation almost which yeah which which, which is puppetry yeah so um it's a different kind of puppetry but it's puppetry nonetheless yeah. in, in my opinion yeah i mean it's 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 boils down to just manipulating things to say and do what you want it to say and do and you know you can make that argument of like animation as a whole and puppetry sort of working in the, in as like you know two two peas in a pod that like animation is a form of puppetry that puppetry is a form of physical animation um and they all stem from like the same ultimately the same type of medium mm-hmm. um so but yeah, it's just it's it's very fascinating that like Waldo's your least favorite, but he also is a unique and very interesting, historically speaking, Muppet. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, um, I also, can we go back for a minute um, to talk about my, like, relationship with the Muppets and, and everything? Mm-hmm. Um, because I just remembered when mentioning the Christmas Carol um, that when we went to D23 last year, mm-hmm. you really wanted to go to the Muppets Christmas Carol panel. Uh, not really wanted to go. It was like the only yeah, thing that was, I wanted to yeah, do. It, it was, was like, it was, it was, it was like, if I don't get to go to do this, I, the, the vacation is ruined. Yeah. Top, <laughs> top priority thing. Joey's like number one, like I have to be there kind of thing. I was so sick. I like had the like worst fever of my life. Like I thought I was dying. Like it was awful. Um, did not want to be there. Um, like I wanted to be at D23, but I, and I was, I, you know, so lucky to be there, felt so grateful, but I was also so sick and miserable. Um, and we got the Muppets panel and we were so like, well, Joey was very happy and very excited. I was not, I really did not want to go to the panel at all. Um, but because he wanted to go, I was like, you know what? I will go. And I will, I will try to enjoy it, even though I am dizzy. I can barely hear. Uh, I was miserable waiting, waiting in that line to get into the the panel and everything. And it ended up being my favorite panel that we went to. It was so good. It was incredible. And I am a Jody Benson stan, and she ended up coming out and singing one of the best songs in the in the movie. Yeah, so for context of this panel, it was the 30th anniversary uh, panel for The Muppets Christmas Carol, and the panel itself featured Kermit and Robin, Miss Piggy, and Gonzo, um, being interviewed by Nina West, who is a very famous drag queen. And then after she was done interviewing the Muppets, she was interviewing Muppet performers, um, as well as Brian Henson, and who was the director of the movie, and the costume director for the movie. And they had this very, like, really cool conversation talking about, oh, as well as... Um, the um, music director and lyricist for the movie as well was also there. And they had a lot of really cool conversations about like how the movie was made, how working with Michael Caine, um, what the music was like, what the costumes were like, all this, all this really cool stuff. And then in interspersed with that, they did musical numbers from the movie um, with one of them being Jody Benson coming out to do a rendition of the cut song, um, from the Muppets Christmas Carol, which they were they were announcing for the first time that it was going to be restored into the movie, and it was mm-hmm. this whole thing. Um, as well as at the end, they had Muppet performers come out, like Matt Vogel uh, for Kermit and Eric Jacobson for Fozzie, um, singing a melody of uh, or medley of uh, songs from. The movie, and that was so. That was the majority of the panel. That was the entire panel in a nutshell, and it lasted roughly about what an hour, hour and a half, something like that. I'm not sure. Um, but it was. It was so good. I it, didn't. I didn't want it to end. I think other uh, that was probably that if that wasn't my favorite one, it was definitely my second favorite because 
right up there with that was the voice acting panel. At the, the at voice the ver- acting panel was really good. At and- the very end of the of, of D23, they just had this giant panel um, where they had the voice actors for um, – uh, the Mickey Mickey Mouse and Friends and the Disney princesses and they sung songs. They talked about like their their background working for Disney, working for you know as as a being a Disney princess, being Mickey Mouse, being Goofy, and all. It was just so stinking cool. Yeah, but yeah, that ended up being like one of the highlights yeah. for me, um, and I know. F- for you, obviously. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, I really lucked out with all the panels that I that we were. The way that the convention worked was that you had to sign up like what your priorities were of what you would want to see, and what I was given access to and what Jade was given access to was different. But we were allowed to bring a guest for every single thing that we did. But all the things that I got was like. Like, day one was the Simpsons panel. I'm a big Simpsons fan. Day two was the Muppets panel. I'm a big Muppets fan. Day three was the voice acting panel. I, I, I would love to have a career in voice acting. Like, all three of those. I was like, I'm sold. Like, I just, I just set up the best yeah. type of a convention that I could ever have. And then I got, like, the Disney princess, right. like, concert, like, with Susan Egan and, and all of that, which I adore. So I was, I was I just hope, happy. I just hope that when we go back to D23 that like there are, there is that similar essence when we went the first time that like we get, we get Muppets things, we get princess things and all that stuff. But um, yeah, so the, the Muppets have now been put into your life for better or for worse. And you, and you have a, 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 I would say a small love for them. You love Kermit. You love me. And I'm a human Muppet. You love Michaela, who's also a human Muppet. That's true. And you would give both of us forehead kisses. You would give that's us a small, a small forehead I, I kiss. I have. Yeah, you have. And that's, that's a big part of our podcast is just talking about what Muppets we would love to give us a kiss on the forehead. So what Muppet would you love to? to give you a kiss on the forehead. Now, keep in mind, you can also pick Sesame Street or Disney's Muppets. Oh, goodness. Um, I was not prepared for this question. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 on the, it's an on-the-fly question. Um, I mean, Muppet, obviously. Okay, you can't, just, <laughs> you can't just say that and not give context to the story of... Okay, so for context... Where Jade works, she was working with somebody who... I, I have a lot of coworkers who love to talk about the Muppets as well. Right. Um, and I have this one coworker in particular who she always references the uh, Muppet Vision 3D. And she was talking with one of her friends and she asked him who his favorite Muppet was. And his response was, well, there's Muppet, obviously. So now whenever we talk about our favorite Muppets... That's the response. Um, yeah, which I assume that he was going for Kermit. Yes, we all assume he meant Kermit, but he said Muppet. Um, well, there's Muppet, obviously. Yes. Shout out to Mary. <laughs> yeah, Mary, if you're listening to the podcast, we would love to have you on anytime <laughs> you want to come on. Um, so who do you think would be your choice? Because for Michaela, it's all of them. And then for me, it's like everybody except for uh, the creepy uh, dog 
Muppet from Muppet's Treasure Island, which I've never seen. Yeah, you didn't you didn't get to watch it with me when we were watching it for the review, but yeah, I had I had things to do. Yeah, but the there's a there's a dog with like a, a like a glazed one one glazed eye and he's got like really sharp teeth and I'm like I don't he's scary. Well, I mean, I definitely think Waldo. Um, <laughs> Waldo be your choice for no, a forehead kiss? Absolutely not. Um, Kermit. You pick Kermit for yeah, your forehead I kiss. That's, I know that's. Like such a lame answer, but I do love Kermit. I have I have a Kermit shirt that has always been my Kermit shirt, and it was never once my Kermit shirt, which I have talked about on the podcast previously. Yeah, no, never, never once was it Joey's Kermit shirt. I definitely did not steal it from him early on in our relationship. Um, and yeah, so I love Kermit. Um, you know who I think would be a good choice for you. I think that it would have made sense would have been Grover. I think like you and Grover would get along very well and then Grover would give you a nice little forehead kiss and then you would just be happy on your I way. I don't really know a lot about Grover. You don't know a lot about Grover? No, I don't remember him a lot. Um, Who's, who are the Sesame Street characters that you do know because Elmo. you well you love I know you I, love Elmo. I loved Elmo growing up. That's like the one character that I do like remember having a deep connection with on Sesame Street. Mm. Um when my dad imitates me as a child, he imitates me as if I was Elmo. Is it um, is it an actual good Elmo impression? No, no is no, it, it is it like it's not an intentional Elmo impression. It's more like it's Kurt. just him imitating me as a child, and it just sounds like Elmo. So if if Michaela's dad were to do this impression, Kermit would be like, eh, like same way like Elmo. If if your dad does a front of Elmo, Elmo would be like, eh. That's a sh- shout out to uh, Michaela's yeah. dad. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um. But you love you love Elmo. Is there any other I, ones that you you I like Big, Big Bird? I love Big Bird. Yeah, you you really like Big Bird? Yeah. You I like? Don't, I don't like when Big Bird's sad. No, I also don't like when Big Bird's sad. You have seen me cry when Big I Bird's sad. I was almost crying too. Like it was yeah. it was bad. I did not like that. But that's something that eventually we will talk about on this podcast because it is technically a Muppets medium of it's a big of moment in history. Yeah, of uh, Jim's death and that that funeral i've seen clips and been you know pretty much the whole thing of what's available online and it is it's gut-wrenching watching you know the the muppets with the muppets performers and singing so many songs but no and and not not to talk about death and and be you know very morbid here but like i didn't realize until literally like this year that Jim Henson died of strep throat. Like, I I just, I guess I assumed it was, like, cancer or, like, something like that because when you hear, like, people dying at an early age, like, you assume something like that, like, something very, like, not preventable. Yeah. Um, and, like, still, that's something that I, I'm constantly, like, telling people when they, like, get sick now. I'm like, go to the doctor, <laughs> because and then I like tell them I'm like Jim Henson didn't go to the doctor and that is the reason that he's not around like and and that's it's so weird that like that's what stuck in my brain but like yeah. that's is something that like because my my mom was the one that looked it up earlier this year 
and we talked about it and it, she was like, oh my gosh, he had strep throat for like a year and didn't go to the doctor and that's <clears throat> what ended up killing him and that's just so depressing. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that I I I have always thought about like what would life be like if Jim were still around and what would have come of you know the Muppets or Disney buying the Muppets early earlier and and we've we've had a, plenty of these like what if conversations among the two of us and me and Michaela as well um, that it's just like you know this big what if but you know it's what I am happy about that like the one positive that comes out of that is that Jim regardless of when he was going to pass away, left such an amazing legacy of Muppets and of puppetry and of art and comedy and just a lot of love. And it's, it's, it's shown in just in every project that he was a part of and this, this legacy that he post his life has, has left that is just continuing to do exactly what he wanted of, you know, Sesame Street is 50 plus years strong and still, you know, bringing up these issues of, you know, diversity and of um, acceptance and love and bringing light to injustices. And the Muppets are still bringing a lot of laughter and, 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 comedy and and connection to people in that regard too and even the other con- things like fraggle rock still going strong on apple tv or whatever yeah, and so back, right? yeah so it, it's you know there's there's so much there that like so many people have a love and a connection for and that's that's the the thing that i'm i'm really grateful for and you know and michaela and i get to have this podcast which is also just something that i'm i'm grateful that we just have a plethora of things to get to talk about. Um, so with all this in mind, we've talked about sort of a culmination of your life in connection to Muppets. Any final thoughts, closing, closing thoughts. And I think it's funny that I said this is going to be a shorter episode. It's about the same length as our normal episodes because we just don't know how to shut up. We love to talk. (laughs) Um, final thoughts. I don't know. (laughs) That's a great final thought. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> do you do you agree that Bean Bunny should be in more things? That justice for Bean Bunny? We need to have more Bean Bunny things. Yes. Do you not like Bean Bunny? Am I about to break up with you on this <laughs> podcast? I'm not going to do that. That. that's so rude no I mean I don't dislike him I just don't have the same love that you have for him right like you're not gonna get a tattoo of Bean Bunny when Mikhail and I get enough subscribers to yeah I I get that if you were to get uh, final question okay if you were to get a Muppet tattooed on your body what Muppet would you get tattooed on you oh god Gosh. 
yeah, it's a tough question. <laughs> That's why I started with Kermit because it was the easiest one to get a tattoo of. Um, uh, I don't know. I think you you know who, you know who I would think that you you would get a tattoo of if if I if I, I had to guess. I don't have any tattoos. I know you don't have it. I know you don't have That's any tattoos. That's a hard question to answer because I don't even know if I ever were to get a tattoo. I don't even know what I would get a tattoo of. Yeah, but you're also thinking of this very literally. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking you what muppet what muppet would you what muppet would you get a temporary tattoo put on your body of? I don't like temporary tattoos. Oh my gosh, this is. <laughs> I think everyone stopped listening at this point. <laughs> I think you should get Abby Cadabby on you. No, thanks. No? Elmo? No, thanks. Big Bird? No, thanks. Kermit? Mm, maybe. Muppet, obviously. <laughs> Muppet, obviously. Well, since you're indecisive, we'll eventually figure it out, and we'll we'll maybe put it on the Instagram at lovers dreamers podcast or you can find us on facebook maybe it'll be up on there at the lovers of dreamers the podcast on facebook um and you can always post on there and and comment uh on our instagram posts and tell us what muppet you would get tattooed on you i got kermit eventually michaela and i will get bean bunny if we get enough subscribers so make sure you're telling your friends your family about the lovers to dreamers the podcast and Jade, thank you so much for <laughs> recording this with me. I hope you had a lot of fun recording it. Yeah, thanks for letting me be on here. Yeah, talking about Muppets. And now, because you've recorded an episode and you have admitted on this podcast that you hadn't listened to past episodes. You already you- knew that. I knew that, but you just announced it to everyone who listens to this and Michaela. You just, you just. She also already knew that. No, well, I, well, Michaela's mom. You just broke Heather's heart. I'm sorry, Heather. So now you're gonna listen to their episode because you should. It's hilarious. Okay. Okay, I got, I got verbal confirmation that she is going to be listening to the podcast from now on. Pinky promise. You can't break a pinky promise. I will listen eventually. I didn't like to eventually. Alrighty, I have wh- a lot of things going on. <laughs> so do I. Alrighty, well, until next time, uh, keep listening to the Lovers and Dreamers of the podcast, and we will see you guys next week. I I don't know how to end this thing, and we're just doing it on the phone. Did I press this button right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one. I this one. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna press it now. Okay. Oh, I accidentally unpaused it. Oh, poop. (laughs) The Lovers, the Dreamers, the Podcast has no affiliation with the Muppet Studio LLC or the Walt Disney Company. The views stated by the participants are theirs alone and do not represent the organizations or companies they happen to work for or be a subsidiary of. Thanks for listening, and you'll hear us next week. Mm